Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In, the podcast for cozy introverts. We're your hosts, Steffi Predmore and Megan Myers. This week's episode, Halloween. Hello. Hey, Steffi. What's up? Uh, not a whole lot right now. We're getting, feel like we're pretty settled now. I love that. In the, in the I house. love that for you. I love that for me too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know there was like a small carpet snafuzzle and your carpet that was supposed to go in last week didn't. But I also am proud of you for just saying fuck it and unpacking your bedrooms anyway. Well, we still don't know when it's actually going to come, so right. like, I'm not living out of a box for no. however long. It's unnecessary stress. Like, no. you need to just settle in and live your lives. Yes. I need to be in my bedroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With my things. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It makes a difference. It makes a difference. You know. I still don't know where some stuff is. Like, last night I made cookies, and I spent a good amount of time trying to figure out where I had put the brown sugar. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Um, because I put all of my, like, baking stuff into that big drawer that I have. Yes. It all fits perfectly. All of my, all my ridiculous number of flours <laughs> um, and sugars and it wasn't in there and I was very confused and then I realized finally that the brown sugar was in a container that I had put inside of another container inside of another container <laughs> for like packing ease <laughs> thinking right. I was being very smart mm-hmm. we um, always think these things when we're doing them mm-hmm. yeah but I had not actually put that container away mm-hmm. so that's why I didn't know where my brown sugar was <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have moments like that for a while, I think. I'm pretty sure, yeah. It's it's fine. I almost called you because towards the end of last week, Thursday night, (laughs) Alex was making soup in the crock pot. He was going to put it on Thursday night, and he was going to let it go overnight for Friday dinner. And he needed our six quart, might be a seven quart, whatever. It's a large crock pot. And he went to go use it and realized there was like a hairline crack down the whole, like along the whole bottom of the crock. And we used to have a second big crock pot, but I don't know what happened to it. I don't know if we lent it to someone I I don't really know what happened to it. It has disappeared. And so he made a, you know, a 10 o'clock Walmart run. <laughs> 10, o'clock, 10 o'clock Wally World run to get a $20 crockpot. But I was like, oh, I almost texted you to be like, do you have a big crockpot I could borrow? And then I was like, I don't know that she's going to know where it is. So I do know where my crockpot is, um, but I have like a rectangular one. Oh, interesting. Which is, uh, I feel, not ideal for making soup. Yeah, I feel like you've got weird corners. Yeah. I like it for making roasts. 
Mm, that makes sense because um, it, it fits it fits cuts of meat in it a lot better mm-hmm. uh but for soup it's not great yeah that makes sense yeah that makes sense so now we have two large crock pot bases and one crock two bases I'm, two lids one crock <laughs> i'm sure you can buy a replacement i'm sure we can buy a replacement crock or at worst, like find one at the thrift store or something. I don't know. Like yeah. I was like, just don't don't get rid of the base. Hang on to the base because <laughs> I, I there's always a need. I always feel like we end up with a need at like Thanksgiving or when friends have Christmas parties. You know when that's a thing. Like you just need an extra crockpot. It's handy to have, which is how I'm sure we lost the other one, but it's fine. Probably, yeah. We do have a a mini crock pot. I have a little like the dipper size. Oh, the little dipper, uh, which I love for uh, like queso and stuff. Yes, that's the perfect buffalo size. Ex- yeah. I was just gonna say, put some buffalo chicken dip up in that bitch. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> mm, I love it. Yes, 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 yes. So as we're talking about cozy things like soup and making buffalo chicken dip uh i feel like that's a nice segue to today's topic which takes place in the fall and is always cold here in the midwest for halloween i got some real feelings about halloween megan i have heard this and i am very curious to learn more about this because i i'm not a, i'm not a, a halloween um fanatic I know I have some friends who are crazy mm-hmm. about Halloween. Yes. Um, but I also don't hate it. Like I'm like I enjoy it. I can get with it. I can get with the holiday. Um, I like pumpkins. I like taking my kids trick or treating. We decorate <laughs> slightly, um, but I'm not like one way or the other necessarily. Well. Listeners, please still like me after I say this next thing. <laughs> I fucking hate Halloween. I really, really hate it. <laughs> so. <laughs> what did Halloween do to you, Steffi? Well, okay. I-, I feel like there's a lot to unpack here. Uh... <laughs> How could there not be? I mean. I-, I mean, obviously. This is like a therapy <laughs> session. So I was a weird kid. I'm a weird adult, but I was a weirder kid. And I actually have never been trick-or-treating because, for one, we lived in the kind of a weird neighborhood that didn't really have a lot of kids in it when I was little. So it really wasn't, it wouldn't have been a very great trick-or-treating neighborhood anyway, but it was like mostly like little old people or people that like just didn't have kids. But even so, I was terrified as a kid of people dressed up as things or in masks where I couldn't see their faces. And so Halloween has always just kind of been scary to me, not because it's meant to be scary. Like, I am afraid of mascots, Megan. I don't do mascots. I don't do clowns. I don't like things where I can't see people's faces. So even things that aren't meant to be scary are petrifying to me. (laughs) So my parents were always like, I don't really think this is the right activity for Steffi. Also, I hate chocolate. And even non-chocolate candy as a kid, I didn't really like. So Halloween was just always kind of that holiday where I was like, this is a whole bunch of shit I don't really like. 
Well, on the candy front, it, that's definitely understandable because the bulk of Halloween candy is chocolate. It's mostly chocolate. It's mostly it's, or candy corn. Gross. Well, I mean, we never like gotten. You don't get candy corn like in your trick or treat bag because that's no, but it's everywhere. The, it's everywhere. Why? Why doesn't exist? But the the Halloween, the trick or treat candy that is not chocolate is usually like, um, banana tootsie roll. <laughs> Or like some like there's usually like a good dose of sweet tarts, um, or maybe like some sour gummy worms or something like that. But it's the bulk of it. The bulk of it is really it's chocolate heavy. Yeah, it's so chocolate heavy. Um, It's just I don't know. I also I grew up in an evangelical church, and particularly in the '90s, Halloween was like a no-no at church mm. i feel like as our generation has kind of grown up we've sort of been like there's nothing really inherently bad about dressing up taking your kids trick-or-treating like i've got a lot of friends that still go to church um that are my age that i grew up with who take their kids trick-or-treating or dress them up for halloween or whatever um but when i was growing up in the church it was like you don't tell halloween is the devil's holiday megan i don't know if you knew this it's the devil's holiday oh man and so you just like did not celebrate it and it was very frowned upon to do so. So, it much like reading the Harry Potter books, which I also did anyway. So, I don't know. You know, it was just like a whole combination of things. And I've just never, I've just never enjoyed it. So, I would, I actually wouldn't mind, like, part of me wouldn't mind being that house that, like, hands out candy at Halloween. But also... Every year Halloween rolls around and I haven't bought candy and then I'm like, I don't want to go buy candy because what if I buy too much candy and then I have all this stupid Halloween candy left that I'm not going to eat and <laughs> Alex isn't going to eat and all the people coming to our door would scare the literal poop out of our dog. So every year I just end up closing the blinds and turning off the lights and pretending we're not home. So I'm I feel worst. there's a lot of things here that basically just point to the fact that you never really had halloween i don't think i did i think that's probably why and i don't like scary things that's true you don't like scary things it's interesting with the church thing because um churches nowadays a lot of times have their own halloween Mm -hmm. things like they have the trunk or treat thing um they have their own like pumpkin like there was a church at our old town they had they had their own pumpkin patch um Mm -hmm. for fundraiser uh, but yeah, I, it's just so, there's so many things here. Um, <laughs> now I love, so I, I love like the dead. So I will say that. I do. Th- well, Day of the Dead's not scary. It's not, and it's not, and it's not holiday. Halloween. Like the people that right. are like, it's like Mexican Halloween. I'm like, no. you are <laughs> like, you're an ignorant motherfucker. It is not Mexican Halloween. It is completely different. It is about celebrating our loved ones who have passed on. It is full of culture. It's a beautiful holiday. So that has always really resonated with me. And so I love Day of the Dead and it always gets like, like stuck in there with Halloween because it happens like the next day and the sugar skulls people are like decorating for Halloween with sugar skulls and again I'm like don't do that Mm -hmm. wrong holiday but 
That I love. Halloween? Uh Uh-uh. No. I'd be happy if I just could skip over it every year. So I think now that you have a kid, you might have to try it. I know. I have to, like, figure it out. (laughs) So we, obviously, we don't have dogs, so that's never been an issue for us. But um, when we can trick-or-treat again, because obviously we're not trick-or-treating this year. No. Uh, but next year, what, so what we've done, especially when the kids were little, was that we would just go trick-or-treating and not hand out candy. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, because obviously no one's home, so, like, what's going to happen? Um, <laughs> and that kind of worked out for the best for us, because then I did, you know, I, I kind of don't like jumping up every two seconds to hand out the candy. I don't mind, like, actually handing out the candy. Right. I just would rather just stand, sit outside and do it, which is what a lot of people in Texas do. They just, like, sit in their driveway and hand right? out the candy instead of... Yeah, I also feel like the door. you just brought up another point. Like, you, up until now, you were in Texas, which is warm mm. on Halloween. And... And yeah. when you grow up in the Midwest, there is like a 95% chance that you're going to have to wear your winter coat either under or over your Halloween costume in order to go trick-or-treating. Yeah. The, in the Midwest, there, at least when I was a kid, there was definitely no instance of like um, the sexy whatever no. kind of costume because you have to put on your winter coat yes. and possibly your snow legs. <laughs> Right? There's just, like, so many layers in order to have, like, your, like, you plan this cute costume, even if it's, like, not, you know, just a cute costume. And then you're like, sorry, kid, you gotta put your winter coat on, either under it or over it. Your costume was entirely based on what you thought the weather was gonna be. At least in the 80s, that's definitely was. It was just, like, it was very mask-based, because you could just put on a mask and your little like face was covered <laughs> your face was covered and then there was maybe like a plastic like shirt that you could put on over anything yes um, or there was or it was a face paint face paint based face paint was also very popular halloween costume in the 80s i don't think people <laughs> use it as much now um there's a picture of me and my brother from halloween when i don't know maybe i was like six and he was eight or something like that Mm -hmm. and i'm a clown which is hilarious because terrifying clowns are horrible and he i guess is like a ghoul because his face (laughs) is all green this is horrifying with like i don't know he was green he had like a black thing on and then i had like a clown face a clown wig and my winter coat we might have to... Can, can you find this picture so we can put it in the show notes? I'm pretty sure I have it online somewhere. It might be on Facebook, so I can, I can we'll, pull it out. We'll see if Megan can track that down. Because even though the clown sounds terrifying, I feel like we, we need to share this. <laughs> We're also both staring at the camera like, what is happening kind of pictures. <laughs> We're not smiling. We're just like, let's take the picture. Yeah, Halloween was always definitely, like, I was not focused on being cute. It was just, like, what could I dress up as? That counts as a costume, but also I'm not going to be cold. Not freezing up. Yeah, because it's it's probably going to snow. Yeah. Uh, But we have had bad weather in Texas. A couple years ago, actually, we had, like, thunderstorms. 
that does well, not we still went like trick-or-treating fun. Uh, so dreadful <laughs> yeah I'll because be the kids that were like reese had made a costume and like there's a whole like all these things about it i don't know man um but i do think halloween is fun with your kids to go trick-or-treating uh at least when they're younger yeah the first few years because it's adorable yeah for one thing and you're like one thing you're teaching them manners true because they have to say thank you after every house at least that's what our rule is i mean that's a fair rule right you have to knock on the door and you have to say trick or treat and you have to say thank you um and they get so excited like the little kids get so excited like they get candy goes in their thing and they look in their bag they're like oh my god oh my god m&ms oh my god like (laughs) it is super cute that's like, really even cute. if you're not, like, a fan of candy or whatever, they just are, like, you mean I just knock on their door and they give me candy? <laughs> Amazing. What's happening? Yeah, and I will say, like, little kids in Halloween costumes is pretty cute. Yeah. They're, I was on uh, I was on Target's website the other day looking at the, like, baby and toddler costumes because... Uh, Eden's birth mom was saying that she wasn't she hadn't gotten one for uh, Eden's sister yet and so I was looking and there's like these cute this cute little like llama one there's a little hedgehog one I mean when they're that little you can also make them be whatever the fuck you want there's one where you can make this it's a seal make your baby be a cute little white seal like (laughs) that's adorable like I, so I will say that that is that is pretty cute. Cause I also I, like dogs in costumes. Oh well, yeah. That I mean, I do feel like putting Royce in something, and then having Eden be like, have them be like a partner costume. That would mm-hmm. be pretty cute. That would be really adorable. Yeah. He he would be pretty cute in a costume. Well, again, we'll leave Anya home because her anxiety <laughs> would not be able to handle it. But pairing. Eden and Royce up in a little costumes that would be pretty cute yeah what okay so you have a picture of yourself in a terrifying clown costume (laughs) but uh, aside from that you know and you were an old lady one year do you have any other like favorite Halloween costumes that you remember from when you were a kid um I don't really remember a lot of costumes from when I was a kid for whatever reason um I don't know why I don't remember them, but I have a really funny costume for when I was a grown up. Okay. And I don't have a, I don't have a picture of it. Um, but it was a a party that some work coworkers were having and we had been talking about how like it was right when like all these sexy whatever costumes had kind of really were starting to hit their peak. Mm-hmm. And everything was just getting really ridiculous. Yes. And so I was like, I'm going to do it. Oh, God. I'm going to be a sexy animal. <laughs> and I was a sexy lobster. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> You're so weird. I love you so much. Tell me more. Um. So I got a, uh, like a... Uh, 
I saw a tutu. I guess it's like a tutu. I got a red tutu skirt thing. Uh-huh. And a red, like, corset thing, like, shiny red. They are both sh- they were both shiny red. And then I made myself, like, a little antennae headband. <laughs> um, and I wore oven mitts all night. Oh, my God. Got red oven mitts. You could could was- you, like, drink anything? No, it was very difficult to do anything, but... <laughs> It was I mean, pretty fun. I guess that's just living that lobster life. Yeah, because I was like, you know what? This is a ridiculous costume, and I'm gonna do it. It's fine. That's amazing. That I also one year amazing. I was uh, Madeline Kahn's character from Clue. I really like that costume as well. That would be a great costume. Yeah, I like that's that. Movie. That's funny. So, okay, you go trick or treating with your kids. You mm-hmm. come home they've got all this candy how much of it do you eat so the great thing about my kids is that they are they're really excited about the idea of treats like in the moment Uh uh-huh and then they kind of forget about them (laughs) win for you so like generally my kids will still have halloween candy at christmas because they forget really? that they have it. Yes. Because they'll just be like, they'll forget that they have it, or they'll have like a one piece a day. That is because, so... Because they know if they eat a lot of it, they'll feel sick. And they like take that to heart. Smart kids. Jeez. And I was like, wow. Yeah, they have way more willpower than we do. I was going to say, um, I don't have that kind of self-control. No. So usually what happens with the kids, they, do get, they like pour out all their candy, and they do the... I guess you've never done it, so you wouldn't know. No. <laughs> you pour out all your candy, and you make like you arrange your candy into little piles, and then you trade with your friends. Oh. For what you like and what you don't like. So everyone gets my chocolate, and I get the one thing of gummy bears. <laughs> right. You get nothing. I get um, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, like uh, if you know, so if one kid gets like has like tons of m&ms and the other sure. one has lots of peanut butter cups or whatever like they, they trade, trade. They make it even like trading cards yeah max really likes lollipops so he trades for those a lot of the times oh um so they they trade and then usually there's stuff that they don't like at all like um they don't like whoppers um they definitely don't like anything with coconut they don't necessarily like things with caramel and you're like give me yeah, like, I will eat all your Twix. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so there's lots, of candy that, there's lots of stuff that they just voluntarily give up to us. Nice. Um, and then it kind of just, then they just, like, it just sits there. And then we kind of just, like, sneak it because they aren't eating it. And you're like, well, they clearly aren't going to notice. Pretty much. They still, they don't really notice, like, that we're eating it either. And then, like, eventually they're like, Oh, I still have Halloween candy. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> you had a lot, a lot more. Um, but I ate it. Yeah. And then it also depends Amazing. on, like, if we do give out candy. Because once the kids got older, then only one of us went around the neighborhood and the other one stayed home to give stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, but in recent years, we actually switched from giving out candy to giving out, uh, like, snacks. I like that better. Yeah, I think it's better um for one they're getting a ton of candy as it is but then the snacks that you get are usually a little bit um 
like more inclusive of people who right. can't have like peanuts or anything like that. Yeah, they're more allergen friendly. Yeah. Or so the we, little, you know, your poor little diabetic kids that I know are like, I just need something I can eat. Like, here's some goldfish, honey. Yeah, and you're not gonna be like, here's a pencil. Right. Um, so we usually get like little mini pretzels or um Uts does like cheese balls. Oh, uh-huh. So if there's any of the cheese balls left, I also eat those. <laughs> Snack like crazy on those. Yeah. I feel like I feel like next year it's gonna be you and me taking like Max and Edie yeah. trick or treating and then like Reese can hand out he can like jump up every five minutes and hand out the candy while Bob and Alex drink beers or something. Yeah. They'll probably just <laughs> sit on them. I don't know if we'll get if we would get trick or treaters at our house, but I bet if we did it, I mean at your house, they probably would. Yeah, I, there's just definitely on the porch or something. Yeah, there's definitely like kids in our neighborhood, because um, they there was somebody in our neighborhood Facebook group that was like really bummed that she wasn't gonna get to see everybody's costumes this year because there's no trick or treating. So, I mean, womp womp. But <laughs> I wouldn't know. I always pretend I'm not home. <laughs> The one thing, one thing that I don't like about Halloween and Halloween candy is the concept of leftover candy recipes. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of those. I guess some of them, I suppose, make sense. Like, I've seen ones that are, again, they're almost always, you know, using chocolate candy right Mm -hmm. so i've seen ones that are you know using like candy bars in like brownies or something like that like putting like snickers bars or whatever in the brownies and i guess that kind of makes sense um but a like i feel like you almost like so some of these recipes require you to actually have like a certain amount of these candies Mm-hmm. And like, are you just gonna overbuy so that you can make the brownies later? I don't know. It's there's a there, I feels like a lot of math to me, and <laughs> it feels like leftover Halloween candy math, and I don't like. And also, some of them don't look good. No, they don't because a lot of them, it's like they take the candy and they like roughly chop it into pieces uh-huh. and then they put it in the recipe so that it's all like sticking out so you can still see what it is yes and that is not appealing to me <laughs> you like, mean- i don't need to see the butt of a twix sticking out of a cookie <laughs> like why why would you do that i also always notice there's a lot of like here's ways to use up all that candy corn and i'm like why are we still stop buying, buying candy, candy corn? corn and then you won't have any left god Just stop it people <laughs> it is an abomination no one should eat it oh my god like i don't understand um yeah i don't like I said, some of them make sense. Some of them are like, oh, hey, you know. Because, Cause, you know, you can make, like, monster cookies that have, you know, whatever random candy and pretzels and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like if you have, like, leftover packages of M&Ms, you could throw those in there. Make some monster cookies. Make some M&M cookies. But, yeah, some of these feel like they're just combining literally every kind of candy that you can get. And it just seems 
excessive. Yeah, I mean, I guess that is the reason, like, you would need a specific amount of candy, and usually, like, if you're making, you know, a pan of brownies, you would, I don't know how many things you would need, but you're not going to have, like, ten mini Snickers bars. Right, like, unless it needs you bought to be, like, them. specific, right, it, I <laughs> yeah. don't know, yeah, like, oh, I'll just buy these, and hopefully no kids want the Snickers. No. Yeah, like, here, they're, like, I'm seeing this one thing where they've taken... Because I'm Googling this as we're talking. They've taken and they've broke... It's basically making a trifle. And they've broken up, like, brownie on the bottom. And then it looks like there's chocolate pudding and a layer of whipped cream. And then it's just, like, all of this random ass candy that's just, like, chopped up. Candy bars, M&Ms, random shit. And that's a layer. Repeated. Oh, my God. It looks terrible. Why? Y'all, if you're listening and this is your jam, I'm sorry to be judging you, but no. Why would you ruin a trifle like that, first of all? (laughs) You're ruining all of the other things. I don't... Then there's, I mean, there's some recipes that, like, seem like they would be okay. Because it's, you know, like a cookie bar or a brownie. And it uses candy bars. But then they also put the candy corn on there. And you're just like, why did you, you were do so that? close? You, <laughs> you could have had it. You could have had it and it could have been fine. Could have been great. And then you ruined it. So, okay, Megan, how do you feel about scary movies? Okay, so I do not like gross movies. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, anything that's, like, super gory, mm-hmm. definitely do not like. Um, and then when it comes to this... But I, I don't like them, but I don't necessarily think they're scary. I just think they're gross. Yeah. Um, that's fair. The the scary movies that I don't like are the ones that are, like, more psychologically scary. Ooh, yeah. Nope. Um, I also saw Poltergeist and Poltergeist 2 when I was, like, a little like seven <laughs> way too young to be seen poltergeist <laughs> um especially considering like the age of the girl in poltergeist like no uh <laughs> it's a bad idea um and so movies like that like freak me out yeah uh so i don't really i'm not like a super scary movie fan there are circumstances in which i will watch a scary movie but I'm not like, oh, yeah, scary movies. Love it. Halloween. Going to watch a scary movie every day this month. Like, no. It's the worst. And not the, into it. The, the, like, extra worst thing about October is that the minute October hits, it is like every freaking commercial on TV is for some horrifying looking new scary movie. Yeah. So I'm just, like, constantly having to just, like, change the channel or mute the tv or just like get up and leave during commercials like i can't handle it they're horrible i i don't i can't do scary movies like look i can watch hocus pocus i can watch beetlejuice that's about as far as i go (laughs) the worst thing about the the commercials is that it's usually during like hulu yes where you can't fast forward to them and they're always like super for their commercials for super scary looking things or super gory like 
you can tell it's going to be a, it's meant to be a really scary movie but you're not necessarily watching a show where that commercial makes sense. No, I could be watching something super fluffy and happy. And then it will be like the most terrifying commercial for something where they have chosen the most horrifying bits and pieces to make you jump out of your damn skin. Or like the commercial will start and it'll seem like a totally normal thing. Like the little mm. trailer will seem like a totally normal movie. And then all of a sudden something jumps out and eats somebody and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh my God. You're just like peeing your pants. Like I don't, I, no. no, I also really hate when I'm at a move back, back when we all went to movie theaters, when I'm at a movie that is just a totally normal movie and a trailer for a scary movie comes on. I yes. hate that. Yes. It is terrible. It makes me so mad. I'm just here to watch Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and I am not here to have my pants scared off me, okay? Yeah, and psychological thrillers are the worst for me. It depends like, on what it is. I can watch. There's some stuff like it's. I, I can kind of handle, um, but so I can. I can watch like a zombie movie. Doesn't bother me. I can watch The Walking Dead. To me, that's not scary because it's not real. Mm. But the minute you start pulling out things that could potentially be real, mm-mm. nope. I'm out of there. Bye. Yeah. Can't handle. Yeah. Give me some, like, Halloween Town. <laughs> Give me some Hocus Pocus. That I can handle. <laughs> Do you ever read um, scary books? Um, not... Like Stephen really. King no. or... Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. If, if Stephen King is even remotely involved, I want nothing to do with it. I'm, like, scared looking at the cover. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You? <laughs> so, you were at my house this weekend before we went to dinner. And we were finishing up, like, Hocus Pocus was on TV, like, the end of it. And you had a really excellent point about that movie that I feel like we need to share with people. I mean, I, I don't remember which one. It, I have so many questions about Hocus Pocus in general. It was so the let me end. Just start, let, let me just start out with... I did not watch Hocus Pocus when it came out. Mm-hmm. And so I think I only saw it for the first time like a few years ago. And I kind of like, this is where everyone's going to hate me. Um, I don't get how loved it is. Like, I, mean, I love Bette Midler. I love Kathy Nijimi. But like, it's it's fine. It's, fi- it's fine. It's not like, <laughs> I will watch it when it's on tv but i don't yeah. think i've ever sought it out yeah it's fine it's a it's a good movie to watch on halloween but i'm not like oh my god hocus pocus ah. right um i'm not like a person who's like freaked out about people who do love it because i know those people too but right. um it's fine but i have many questions <laughs> about hocus pocus but the one that i asked on saturday this hopefully no one has listening has never not seen Hocus Pocus. If you've never all, seen, Hocus it's like Focus, twenty years old, right? Then like, you deserve to have it be spoiled. Bye. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the cat. So there's a cat. There's in the story. 
It is a boy who was turned into a cat 300 years ago or whatever Doomed it is. Doomed forever be Doomed a cat. forever to live his life as a cat uh, and never die. And so uh, adorable young Thora Birch. Uh, she's so cute. She's so cute. Uh, she befriends the cat and then and they you know go on the adventures through the movie together and then at the end of the movie the curse is lifted and he turns into a boy again but then he's like dead cuz he's like ghost old. boy right um but she's like really sad about it and like he kisses her on the cheek at the end i think and it's like she's in love with him it's real weird but also he was a cat <laughs> he was a cat so like She's not broken up because he's a cat. She seems to be broken up because she was in love with him. Yeah, that's definitely the vibe it gets. Like, I would be like, damn, that was a great cat. I just lost my cat. That cat could talk to me. He was dope. But she's like, oh, Thackeray Binks. I think I kind of love you. I have a crush on you. But he was a cat. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I've lost my true love. That was 330 years old. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure he was a cat. Yeah. And so I have questions. Yeah. It's an excellent question. Like, I don't, it's not one that I had, like, vocalized before you said it. But, like, once you said it, I was like, I mean, that's an excellent point. I mean, I'm sure we're supposed to gloss over that whole thing. But I'm sure that we are. But he was a cat. But we're not capable. <laughs> Megan is not capable. <laughs> no. My friend actually was also watching it, because I guess they played it, like, the entire weekend. Mm-hmm. And so she was watching it, and she posted a she posted a screenshot, and there's the part where they're in the kitchen, and there's a jello on the counter, like a jello like ring. Like a jello mold. Yes. And she is like, so... They've been out all night, and the parents have been out all night. And there's this jello mold that has been sitting on the counter, in theory, all night. Not weeping? Not melted. Not, nothing's wrong with it. This is just chill. It's mad. It is, I mean. It's fine. I guess that's like the least. Maybe it's very cold in the camera. It's like so cold. I want to say like that's the least unbelievable part of that movie, but actually... Might be the most unbelievable part of that movie. Well, it's just funny that, like, because I had that question, and then she's like, here's my problem with this movie. I'm like, that's your problem with the movie is the jello mold? Because there's a lot of things wrong with this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Not it's... the least of which is the fact that they, so the two boys get caught in the cage. Like, yes, they're bullies, but our heroes leave them there to die. Yeah. It's a tough like, look. It's a tough it's look not, for our heroes. I mean, I had a huge crush on Omer Katz, but come on. <laughs> that was not a good thing for him to do. It was not. <laughs> <laughs> tough look for our guy. Yeah. <laughs> our guy, Omer Katz. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> I do recommend the show that he was in later, if you can find it anywhere, called, uh, it's like Erie, Pennsylvania, Erie, Indiana. You're in Indiana, I think, um, where it was like creepy stuff that happened in the town. It wasn't like scary because it was on Disney or something like that. 
But that was a pretty good show. Oh, I'm looking it up. Omri Katz, IMDb. Erie, Indiana. Yeah. That's a good show. Looks like it's just like a couple seasons. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think it's available on anything. It doesn't look like it would be. It looks like he, in this, like, poster, it looks like he did this basically... Yeah, it's like 91, 92, so it'd be right yeah, about like the, the same, same time. time. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he looks exactly, he has the exact same haircut that he does in Hocus Pocus. It was a very popular haircut in 1992. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. A lot of the guys I had crushes on, a lot of the celebrities I had crushes on, had what my friend and I called the hair. Yes, I mean, what was, there was like a meme going around this year that was like... If your childhood crush had this haircut, mm-hmm. you should probably take a Tylenol or something. <laughs> <laughs> like rude, but also rude not but wrong. true. <laughs> how dare you, internet memes? Oh, how d- how dare you be so true? Oh my goodness! So, Megan, any any other final thoughts on Halloween? Um. One thing that I don't like about Halloween is the idea, not necessarily the idea, but the practice of pumpkin carving and how it became so popular. Oh, here we go. We're going to be this. We're, we're going down the Megan research rabbit hole. Uh, I did not research this. Um, I just want to complain because my kids <laughs> love the idea of pumpkin carving. They do not love the practice of pumpkin carving. Oh, it seems like a pain in the dick. It really is because you have to like, if you, you you don't have to draw a pattern on, but like my kids are always like, I want to do a spider, and then you're like, great. So you have to get you know the fancy patterns that they have, um, or draw your own pattern, and then you have to like, kind of like punch out the design, and then you have to use a very special crappy serrated knife <laughs> yeah the kids the, to cut through the, the like five inches of pumpkin yes the one time i carved pumpkins i think it was in college just for something i don't know and we had the like kit you buy yeah and it was terrible the things could not cut through the fucking pumpkin no it's the same kit since like 1987 stupid like it's um, 2020 we need some better technology up in here guys <laughs> Like, I guess you could just use a regular knife, but you can't give kids a regular knife. But those no. little tiny things probably actually worse. Uh, but yeah, you have to cut it, you have to cut the, the lid off. You have to dig out all of the stuff, the which is probably the worst part because you have to stick your arm in there, and that's gross. It just doesn't feel good. Um, my kids don't like pumpkin seeds, so it's just kind of all a waste. Yes. And then I have to do most of the work to carve it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah. This just sounds like a... Well, it looks okay in the end, but it's also like, why did we do this? Yeah, it just sounds like one of those activities that the kids are like excited about in theory, and then the mm-hmm. parents end up doing most of it, and you're like... Yeah. So are they going to want to carve the pumpkins that they got this weekend at the pumpkin patch? Um, so the big one that we got, uh, that is Max's goal is to carve that pumpkin. Uh, we'll see how that ends up. Um, the little one, I think Reese put the little tiny one like in his room for decor <laughs> in his was, bedroom. 
so proud of his little tiny pumpkin. Uh, but right now we just have the other ones just like on the porch, hanging out on the step. Nice. Hopefully that is where they will stay until November without <laughs> having to be carved. <laughs> okay, I have one more comment to make. When we were discussing Omri Katz and his the, the TV show, I googled him. And like one of the top things that pops up is this article and the, it was written it was written last year. And the title of it is Max from Hocus Pocus looks completely different in 2019. Like, no shit, he does. Hocus Pocus was filmed in 1993. He was a teenager. Yeah. Like, of course he looks completely different. It's gotta be like 45, right? Yeah, that's like the stupidest... Um, Something like that. He was born in 76, so... 44. He's, yeah, he's 44. He was born in May, 76. So he's 44, according to Wikipedia. If the math is wrong, blame, blame Wikipedia. I don't do that. <laughs> so, like, yeah, we're looking at, like, 44 versus being a teenager. Yeah. This is it's the stupidest article headline I've ever read. Well, I've read some stupid ones, but that is at the top. It's the stupidest one I've read today. Let me put it that way. Yeah, that's actually a pretty common headline for, like, any star from any time period so basically dumb. like even people from last year like you won't believe how blah 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 looks now and you're like oh, okay whatever right. i don't care i'm like they're adults like i don't it's wild wild everybody is supposed to be hermetically sealed at night and <laughs> not aged did you not know that oh shit well real far behind then us poors can't afford that. <laughs> Us poors cannot afford that. On that note, <laughs> what's, this, what's bringing us joy this week, Megan? Oh my gosh, I have multiple things that are bringing me joy this week. All right, that go I would for like it. to share multiple things of. Okay. So the first one is that my kids started their new school this week. Yes. How is um, that going? It's going really well. I actually. No offense to our old school district, but I like how they're doing it here better. Yay! Um, it just seems... They're on, like, all day long, mm-hmm. but it just seems more organized and they are more focused and, like, are getting their stuff done. Good. Uh, granted, it's only been a couple days, but um, it just seems to work better. Especially PE, where they're, like, actually doing PE live instead of a mishmash of videos you're supposed to do on your own (laughs) which Which i would never have done and my mother never would have made me do so (laughs) right uh they're doing it live and it seems to work and they were doing the chicken dance in the ymca today oh cute um but my point that i was getting to is that my son's second grade teacher uh he does not say moms and dads. He says you're special grown-ups. Oh, I love that. Also yeah. that it's a man. Yeah. He's really nice. I um him. I really love that he says that uh because there are lots of kids that don't have a mom or a dad or either at home, you know, maybe yeah. they live with their grandparents or an aunt or an uncle or somebody. Right. So I really love that they have that inclusive language. That's amazing. I love yeah. I love him. Um, the second thing is that, uh, over the weekend, Rihanna did her Savage Fenty fashion show on Amazon. 
And first of all, I love the Fenty makeup line. It's awesome. Uh, but the lingerie stuff I am kind of new to, but I was following along on some of the stuff and the fashion show and the, the, the clothing line, it's all like undergarments and stuff, but they also have men's stuff, not just women's. Mm -hmm. It's all very like super, super inclusive. Um, she made a huge point of having a ton of inclusivity in all shapes and sizes in the fashion show and in the models on her website. And there were some men on the website that are not the standard model body. Love that. Um, and it was going around on Twitter and there were men being like, I have never seen a man model, a male model that looked like me before. And the fact that all these women have seen this and they are saying that like that is a sexy body like that is mind-blowing to them and it's like they feel like it's changing how they feel about themselves and that was just giving me like really good feels and I just really love all the work that they're doing to promote bodies of different shapes and sizes I love that yeah and also her stuff is super sexy so I don't need anything but I might end up buying some. <laughs> but you're also like, but... Yeah, and it's not expensive, too, because that's a big problem with, like, Ugh. sexy lingerie. Yes, it's like so expensive. Super expensive, especially if you are looking for bigger sizes, which right. I am not in a, at all, but, like, I know you have a larger chest size and mm-hmm. have problems getting some sexy stuff. Yes! But I bet they have stuff that you would be able to get that would look they cool. totally would. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, and then my final thing, so many things you, that are making so me happy many happy this week. things this week, <laughs> um, is an Instagram that I shared with you the other day. Oh God, that yesterday, was so good that I was crying over. <laughs> um, it is an Instagram account called David Rose as Art, it was and it is the cast of Shit's Creek like photoshopped onto famous artworks. It's so good. It's amazing. It's so good. It's so good. Some of them look so natural. Right. Um, Some of them you're like, wait, what? Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Especially like the ones that are group ones where he like sticks like random people in certain places in the background. You're like, oh my God. Uh, You're like, that's Jocelyn. Yeah. (laughs) There's Roland. There's Stevie hiding in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. it's great. Uh, it gave me much joy to scroll through, and the captions are pretty awesome too. So that's fantastic. I highly recommend that account yeah, if you we'll, are a fan of Shit's Creek. We'll drop that in the show notes, quick links, because it was pretty fantastic. <laughs> Steffi, what is bringing you joy? Um, mine's way more superficial than any of yours, but I ordered a Nintendo Switch tonight. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm pretty excited because you texted and you were like, they're a target. They're on target online right now. And it was the cute little Animal Crossing version. I know. I'm excited because so it this all happened because we are we promised that we would get uh, the boys an Xbox when we moved. And it's also uh, my son's birthday next week. And so it's all like we're trying to figure out what Xbox to buy because we're old and don't know anything about Xboxes. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was just looking to see, like, what the stores have, and I was looking on GameStop, and I just happened to be like, Switch, because every once in a while I check to see if they have them, because they have not had them for so long. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
And they said they had them for shipping at GameStop. And I was like, oh, well, maybe Target has them. Because I know Target would be faster and probably more reliable. And then I went to Target and I was like, oh, my God. I can get one. I can get a Nintendo Switch. And actually, the Animal Crossing one is the one I always wanted because it's so cute. It's really cute. I didn't even realize it was a a thing. And then I went on and I was like, oh, my God, it's so cute. I just like the colors a lot better. Oh, yeah. The colors are adorable. So I'm super excited to play Animal Crossing and finally understand why everyone loves this game. Um, I mean, by my understanding, it is you bop around your little island and make animal friends. Yes. I don't don't see how you could go wrong. You like built... So I have like a a, a phone version of Animal Crossing. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is obviously, you know, much less features and stuff like that. But you have your, like, spot and you build it with furniture and things. And you get points for, like, gathering fruit and trading Mm -hmm. it with people. And you can buy different clothing. And um, it's kind of like a... it's If you ever play The Sims, it's similar to that in a way. Mm -hmm. um, But much more adorable. I mean, it's really the cuteness that gets me. And you can visit your friends' islands. Um, and I think you can maybe trade stuff with them, too. I don't really know. We're so old and, like, behind in the times with the Switch thing now that, like, we're like, I don't know how to play this game. I'm sure. When the, everyone's been playing it for, like, I know, I'm practically sure the cool kids a year like, now, it feels like. <laughs> the cool kids have given up. They've moved on. And we're like, la, 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 la. Right. <laughs> I'm going to play my Switch. So. That's fine. But also, like, I also like that you, because we have a... We have a PlayStation, but we don't really have any, like, two-player games. Mm-hmm. So, because I'll play, Alex and I will play Skyrim, but we can't play together. So, I like that there are games that we could get, like, Mario Kart and stuff like that, that we could, like, actually play together. Um, I thought it'll be, I think that will be fun. So. Yeah, we've had a, a Wii for a while. Um and so we've always had a, a like a Wii and then a Wii U because they have like the multiplayer games and that's just much more fun. Yeah. Like when you have kids, obviously, like oh, you need sure. something for them to do together. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know if we'll be able to use the same games that we had for those with the Switch. Hopefully they're compatible because we have like Mario Kart and some of the, the Lego mm-hmm. games that the boys like. But yeah, it'll be fun. Love it. Yeah. I'm excited. So it's supposed to get here by Friday. So by this weekend, I'm sure I will get nothing accomplished because I will be playing cute games on my cute Switch. That's fine. It's fine. It's great. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't need to accomplish anything. It's fine. (laughs) You gotta get prepared for winter and hunkering down. Uh, uh, Right? It's just the winter is coming that's right time to buy your switch so that's what's bringing me joy excellent excellent so speaking of hunkering down figuring out how to get through the winter next week we're going to talk about coping mechanisms what's healthy what's not healthy how the heck are we surviving this weird year um so i'm guessing probably eating lots of fudge is not in the healthy column i mean but maybe we're gonna talk about that like 
we'll, we'll, we'll chat about it. I, I feel yeah. like there an argument could be made. I mean, maybe not physically healthy, healthiest, but I feel like an argument could be made that there are some things that we think might be terrible coping mechanisms, but sometimes they're not as terrible as we think they are. I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll chat about it. We'll unpack it. That'll be it. a good discussion. Yeah. yeah. So meet us back here next week as we talk about all of that. Until then, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to us on your favorite platform. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from our listeners. Talk to you soon.